Welcome everybody to another edition of the Neighborhood GM. Today's cast is another fantasy GM. Today we're going to be talking about running backs, wide receivers, and defense. And we are here again with our good friend Max. Welcome. Hello, hello. And George as well. <laughs> All right, fellas. All right, fellas. Who wants to start this one off today? Uh, let's go ahead and uh, start off with the running backs. My top running backs are Barkley, McCaffrey, and Bell. And you can plug and play these, all three of these, for either a standard league, half PPR league, or a PPR league. So those are the consensus top three running backs. For me, I went a little bit different. Connor, McCaffrey, and Kamara. Okay, my top three, I got Saquon, I got McCaffrey, and Kamara. So I got a little bit of both of your guys's. <laughs> and George, so has, I think George I think, has a little different thought on this one. Yeah, I just I – don't, I don't trust Kamara being the number one because he had Ingram, you know. So <clears throat> I just don't – I don't see how he's going to deal with that volume is my thing. And then once – the breeze starts to shut down. I don't think he's going to do too well having the ball 15 and 20 times a game, you know? So it, for me, it's just kind of like a, it's a strategic play for the end of the season and a playoff push. All right. For me, Connor, what can I say? The guy has a great heart. He knows how to play despite all of the injury issues that he had in college. Can't say nothing about the guy. The guy's got a heart. He took that team last year when Bell was out and ran with it. Literally speaking. Kamara, for me, I mean, yeah, I hear your point, but it puts up points. I mean, if you're in a half PPR or a PPR league, you're going to get your points. Standard league, meh, maybe not, but anything PPR related, you're going to get points regardless. And McCaffrey, let, what, what more can you say? He just puts up points. Dude's a monster. Yeah, yeah. you can't say anything bad he about was, McCaffrey. Yeah, he was a consensus uh, tier one from all of us. And uh, I, I have a question, George. I'm interested. Why did you pick Bell? Volume. And I, I believe in Sam Darnold. I think he's going to take a, a step forward. And if Sam Darnold takes a step forward, it's just only going to help Bell. Why so, don't you put him in your top nine? Who? Sam Darnold? Yeah. Have you seen my, my QB list? You're going to put him in even, even in the top ten? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just, just, just toss it out there. That's all. Hey, you put oh. that bum Russell Wilson in there. You can put in uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that comparison. Mr. <laughs> what? hundred and some odd million dollar new contract Wilson. <laughs> Heck yeah. <man. laughs> but my middle running backs are, are basically, you know, you can make a case for a top three. It's Connor, James Connor. It's Alvin Kamara and David Johnson. Johnson's only going to get better with a new system, is my opinion. So it's one of those things where, yeah, Kamara's good, but I don't think I'm going to be picking him in the, in the first round. Uh, I hear what you're saying about Johnson, my middle Barkley, Bell, and Gordon. Uh, what can I say about Johnson? I mean, I had him last year. I, I just I don't know. There's a lot of change. They were absolutely horrendous last year. That line was mm-hmm. terrible. Couldn't block anybody. So I don't know how much that's going to change this year. Brand new quarterback. We'll see how that one rolls. Uh, he might be the workhorse. We'll see. I don't know, though. With me picking yeah. up Gordon, I mean, Gordon for me is another, what, guaranteed? As far as, I, as, far as looking at point-wise, I mean, he's a workhorse when it, comes to, uh, when it comes to the Chargers. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I uh my tier two I put in uh Connor. Uh, I put in David Johnson as well because I think David Johnson will have a better year if he has some a decent quarterback that can take some pressure off of you know all the focus off of him. And I put in uh put in good old Zeke, man. Controversial opinion, depending, you know, seeing how I view the Cowboys, but that that dude can put up some points, man. Every it's time consistent. I have him on my team, man, it's just like it's so consistent. It's nice to have. Just makes you wonder why haven't they paid the man? See, and that's that's why I didn't put him in my in my middle or my top, is because mm-hmm. I truly believe that they're going to hamper his numbers. Yeah, I agree. You oh, know, to lower his value, to yeah. lower his value, Smart. and that because they're going to try to make Dak Prescott a thing when he's not a thing. Yeah. And it sucks, but that's just the business of the NFL, you know? No, that's the business of the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. If Mm -hmm. he ran that team correctly, I would love to bring Cowboys fan on here and get their take on it. But from the ones that I've talked off air, they all agree. Zeke is that team. They just don't want to make him that team. Yep. That's just from what I've seen. I think it's a personality thing. I don't think it fits. Dak is a company man. Dak is what Jerry Jones wants. Mm -hmm. Dak kind of reminds me, persona-wise, how he was, interview-wise, of an Aikman, how he was there. Not talent-wise by any means, just the persona. Whereas you look at Emmett Smith and all the issues that he had with Jerry Jones back then, not signing him. Now you look at Elliott, you see a little bit of of a compare and contrast here. It's the same type of dichotomy that's going on here. Now, is there going to be another holdout? Who knows? We'll see. But boy needs to get paid because he's nothing but consistent. Yeah. Just saying. Rounding out my top nine, though, it's going to be Melvin Gordon, going to be Zeke, and then it's going to be Devontae Freeman. And I think, I think Freeman, just because, like you were saying about your QBs, Max, is uh, Matt Ryan has a lot of weapons to throw to. I don't think they're going to be sticking the, the box. So Freeman's going to have some lanes to be running through. You know? mm-hmm. So I expect him to take a nice big jump. Plus, especially, uh, especially plus since he's coming back from injury. Says and say, just hopefully he stays healthy. Yeah, he's been hurt last two years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah he was like had that explosive year and didn't show up, and then plus plus Tevin Coleman's gone too. So, but you can also make that same argument with um about like that you made with Kamara, Melvin Ingram left too. So it's it's a hit or miss. But if Freeman is for the Freeman of old, it, you know you're gonna get those points. He could. If he has a Freeman-like season, he can be tier one at some point. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be a he would be a fantastic pickup, late second round, early third. Mm-hmm. If you can steal him in the early third, yeah, that's off to you. I mean, my top or bottom three: Johnson, I have Elliot, which we just talked about. Now my last one is Gurley. This one I was really kind of struggling with because uh, I this maybe was probably a bad pick on my part because Gurley to me now is not the same. He's not the same back as he was of years past. I saw that last year when we played them, something happened with him. Something happened with his knee. If it's that arthritis thing that everybody's been talking about in his knee, he's not running the same at all. I mean, you saw it in the Super Bowl, you saw in the playoffs, you get CJ Anderson in there and he's having the same type of game that Gurley would. Same type of numbers. Can Gurley get back to it? I don't know. We'll see. Because uh, 
Rams don't have a very deep team in really any position at all. Gurley goes down. Anderson's not there anymore. Who you really got? They picked up that dude from Memphis. Was it Daryl Henderson or was it the other guy? No, Daryl Henderson, yeah. Yeah, and see, that's, that's why I, I, was, I had the same exact thing, like thought process as Usaloid. For, and I, I squeaked Gurley in because, yeah, that knee is a big thing. It's, conf- the, you know, how, you know, there's no, there's no information about exactly what's going on with that knee, which is weird. Again, I squeaked him in there just because I don't, I think they're going to just monitor, you know, his playing time. They're not going to play him as much. They'll put in Daryl Henderson, but he's still going to be their workhorse. And he's going to put up points. Um, you know, I've, again, this is biased because I see this guy twice a year, every year. And I don't doubt this guy's ability to, even with a bum knee, still, you know, at least put up 100 on us. They should have, for me, I, I, this would be a totally different discussion if they kept Anderson. Anderson. I, I wouldn't touch Gurley. I wouldn't touch him until he was the last elite running back left. Yeah. yeah, you really don't have any faith in that. Guy. <laughs> no. So would you pick up what a Mixon? One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> a Chubb, a Cohen ahead I, of him. I would pick up Philip Lindsay in front of him. Oh Damn. heck it! No, Philip Lindsay. That's that's a yeah. For some reason, I forgot about him. If I could redo my list, I would put in Philip Lindsay instead of Gurley. <laughs> and I watched I watched this uh, documentary on that kid, man. Talk about just like the perfect type of guy that you want to have on your team. He came on, I think, as a walk-on. I don't think he – yeah, he wasn't even drafted. He was, yeah, he was undrafted out of Colorado. Yeah, and everybody was – I remember he was saying that everybody was telling him they're going to draft him, blah, blah, blah. Then mm. he had to work his way up there from nothing. Hats off to you, bro. I hope it works out. I really, 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 really do. And it's nice because he's hometown too. That is yeah. true. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that running back-wise, there's a lot of depth. As a whole, mm-hmm. just like the wide receivers. So, what's your guys' picks on the wide receivers? Now, with wide receivers, it's okay. We're <laughs> doing nine players here. We're not doing a full list. There, there are There's so a lot. many wide receivers that you'll be able to pick up really good wide receivers, even all the way until the fifth or sixth round. So, take our list with a grain of salt and just know that these are the top nine that we feel. All right. So, my top three are. Hopkins, Michael Thomas, and AJ Green. Hi, AJ Green. Yeah, Green. Whoa. Right. Now, <laughs> I just noticed that. Okay. <laughs> I choose AJ. Oh Green man. Just because I believe Andy Dalton's in a in a contract year, he needs to ball out. Who's he going to throw to? He won't. <laughs> he won't. He he will for the first couple of weeks, but then he's going to tank. He always does. I believe in AJ Green, and I think he's going to have an amazing year. Hey, I I like AJ Green. He's always put up numbers, but it's the guy throwing him the ball. I have a problem with. Yeah, he's a pro's pro too, man. I I hope he does really well this year. I do too. I just don't think he will because he doesn't have a real good quarterback anymore. My mm-hmm. top three: Jones, Thomas, and Thielen. Hopkins is one of the best you could pick up, but Jones he always gets numbers. Last year was definitely an off year. Averaging, what, close to 100 yards a game-ish, give, take, one touchdown? I mean, dude, that's good points to this right there. Thomas, I mean, what more can you say about Michael Thomas? I mean, let's be real. And Thielen, Mr. 1,000-plus yards the past couple of seasons, guaranteed 100-yard game. What, last year he had how many? Eight, nine-ish, give or take, games with over 100 yards? Enough to win me the league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, there you go. Yeah, he's, 
Like Thielen has to be a first round pick as far as a wide receiver. I 100% agree with Thielen being in top three. I just, I believe in green, but (laughs) (laughs) fair enough. That's that's just me. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with believing in green, man. I just, I left him off my list just because it's the Bengals, man. It's, it's Andy Dalton, brand new coach. Like I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah, he's definitely, he's in the perfect system. He's going to do great. He could squeak his way into my list at some point, but I'll leave him off. So my tier one, I have a Hopkins. I got Julio as well. And I put a Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is he's the number one target for Rodgers. Devontae Adams, I'll say this. Last year, I got broke of luck in both of my leagues. I had, I had Devontae Adams. I had Michael Thomas. I had Keenan Allen. And need I mind you, this is between wow. two different teams. I can't remember the exact who was on who. And I also had Thielen. I had Cooper Cup. It was ridiculous how I just struck gold. And until Cup got hurt. Oh yeah, <laughs> ah, we just. <laughs> like, let me just say he wasn't. He wasn't. He was my. Uh, depending on the matchup, I would play him, but he was usually on my bench. Devontae Adams is one person that I'm pr- fairly positive he's going to have. He's going to be like top three, top five receivers in the league this year. I hate to say it. I hate. To, ah, yeah, I left him off mine. I just don't. I just have an issue with Green Bay this year. I I just think they're trending down. Nowhere near up. Looking at the defense, looking at the offense, there's really not that much that's there anymore. All right, so my tier two for receivers, AB, OBJ, and Hopkins. Now, I know George and I kind of debated about this one of both AB and OBJ, what they're going to do in their new systems. I think AB is going to thrive with the Raiders. I think that just fits him. OBJ kind of goes with my pick with Mayfield earlier. He's they're both prima donnas, but God, OBJ always gets his numbers. So I, I have to put him on there. He has to be my top. <laughs> Everybody goes quiet after that. Apparently, my, my <laughs> middle, my middle is Juju, Thielen, and Julio Jones. I don't know. For me, I don't. I don't see. I did I left them off my top nine, man. I know. Like, I know. To me, <laughs> in fantasy, they are undraftable. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. That, that's some big words there, bro. Yikes. That's some big words. Or I am mean, I, were you playing in the same league? Because I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would. I would absolutely. If you're putting Hopkins below AB and OBJ, please, by all means, pick AB and OBJ. I'll take Hopkins. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you and I have Hopkins as number one. Let's get that straight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only one who didn't, who put him number two. It's understandable. But you also put Green as your number one, too, bro. What are you talking about, George? (laughs) I mean, come on. On a team that's trending down and you won't get AB. Okay, okay. Oh, you're you're saying that the Raiders are trending up? Again, like we talked about Carr as maybe a potential – Black horse, same thing. If he does well, it's gonna be it's gonna be going through AB. Just saying, man. Just saying. Max, who's your uh, tier two? So my tier two, I uh, got Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, and OBJ. OBJ, I have faith in just because it's uh, Mayfield, and it seems like they're fixing their issues. Um, OBJ, I, I see OBJ and Antonio Brown in the same. Those two, they're not just like good receivers. They're great receivers. They're very, they have a lot of personality, yes. 
but also they are their own person and they can they can make a bad quarterback look good. I mean, like, look what OBJ has done with Eli Manning. <laughs> That's just about right to say He's going to do worse with Baker? I don't think so. And AB, AB and Derek Carr have, like, been wanting to play with each other for years. Since the All-Star, since the yeah. All-Star game a couple yeah. years back. And then uh, – can you name me the other Raiders receivers that's going to receive the passes? Uh, yeah, and Contrell or Terrell Williams. Terrell, uh, Tyrell Williams. No, <laughs> Tyrell Williams from the from, no. <laughs> from the Chargers. He did well. You guys are laughing, but he did really well for them. He did really well. Did he do AB well? No. See, I'm just saying, <laughs> he's going to compliment. Antonio Brown the same way he complimented Keenan Allen. That's a good point. That's a I'll good say point. That I can I can I understand your argument and I have no problems with it. I'm just saying that I I He's a number two. Um, yeah. And the funniest part is I don't even have him on my tier two. I have him on my tier three. I have Antonio Brown. So <laughs> <laughs> I make it I an argument. I make I it an argument for no reason. So <laughs> speaking of tier three. What are your guys' tier threes? Go ahead, Max. So I got, you'll never believe it, Antonio Brown, <laughs> um, uh, T.Y. Hilton, and good old Juju Smith-Schuster. Why Hilton? Why? I'm just curious. Why Hilton? Why good old T.Y., Mr. Make or Break, 100 yards or zero yards? Uh, I'll say this. It's in conjunction with my QB list. Fair one enough. In my tier one, and um, I've been burnt before by Hilton, and he's you know if you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league throwing to you, you're going to get your points. And Hilton, I think, is going to he's going to go off this year. Honestly, I hope you're right because I've had that guy off and on in a couple leagues, and you know, I never know what to do with that guy. I really don't. He either is a godsend or he makes you think to yourself, what the hell did I do picking this guy up? It's, it's, it goes up. I, I just have, I have a really hard time with Hilton. Kind of segueing over to my list, Cooper Allen and Green. Yes, I put him on there. As much as I've been talking trash about it, but he is on my bottom tier, but that's also interchangeable. But Allen, again, as long as he can stay healthy, can't really fault that one, but Cooper, Cooper is trending up depending on contracts, depending on how those contracts go because he is due and so is Dak. So let's see how that one goes. It's either going to be a great mix or it's going to be a really bad mix. Uh, yeah, no, my, my bottom tier, my uh, rounding off my top nine, it's Cooper Allen and then Hilton. And I agree with Max, you know, when you have Andrew Luck, there's just a lot of good things that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. and then with Cooper, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna catch those three yard, five yard passes and take it to the house. So good old Dink and Deck. Yeah. I, well, my thing is, I'm not I'm not gonna put Cooper on mine, man. I <laughs> why? I, I just I gonna put a uh, Cowboys receiver. <laughs> on my, on my, I, I will pick him up maybe later if it like for a flex if I need him. But like I'm not, I'm not gonna go out of my way to draft 
Cooper. Oh, you're crazy. He's be, he's going to get drafted in the second round, maybe third round. Yeah, so we got to play in the same league this year. I'll pick up I'll pick up we'll, we'll just do a straight up trade or uh, we'll just I'll, I'll get Antonio Brown and you get Cooper and we'll see what happens. That's oh, I am solid with that. Yeah, you want to do that? I'm good. Oh my goodness. Well, that's something that we can talk about the next time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But segueing over to defense, this should be an interesting one because I think it's a lot like tight ends. There's only a couple that really do anything for you. And the other ones you just pray, just get, just break even. even. Don't lose points for me this week. Am I wrong? Am I right? Uh, no, you're absolutely right. You're basically yeah. just praying that you know, <laughs> they don't go below five points. <laughs> yeah. just, just break even, we call it a day. <laughs> so my top three, Chicago, Jacksonville, and New Orleans. I mean, Chicago, I mean, how can you really not put them in your top considering that solid defense led by Khalil Mack? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jacksonville – I mean, they've always been solid. I just feel like there's just – there's some teams that just play them well and just blow them out of the water. If you get under their skin, mm-hmm. they'll fold. I don't think they're a playoff caliber type of team to go far, but they'll get you points because they take the ball away, mm-hmm. and that's what you want in a fantasy league. You want them points. You want the – you you want – a touch or a, a pick for a touchdown, a fumble return for a touchdown. That's going to get you some nice points. Either way you look at it. I mean, New Orleans, they're just kind of solid. They've definitely stepped up the past couple of years. It's not like it was back in the day when Breeze had his basically shootouts with a team that's right behind him because he doesn't have a defense. Oh, man, that was hard to watch. <laughs> My top three is Baltimore, Chicago, and the Patriots. Pats. The, Pats? the Patriots are they're always in in there, dude. You know? They but, take the ball away a lot. So one of those things, man. Eh. It's one of those where we're gonna break even this week. That's what that means. Uh, I'm fine with <laughs> I get it. That the defense is gonna average five to six points a week. Sold. Give it to me. Yeah. All day. I mean it's not like you're gonna put KC's defense on there. No, hell no. Are you kidding me? Oh. You're going to lose points that way. What about you, Max? What's your top three, brother? So my top three, I got the Bears, I got the Jags, and I had the Chargers. I see the Chargers. I yeah. see it. Yeah, I mean, we all have the Chargers on there. You guys got a tier two, but my tier one, I put them on there just because of they're kind of interchangeable with me in uh, with the Chargers in Baltimore. Like I have Baltimore in my tier two, but – the Chargers, I think, will get more turnovers, and that's ultimately was the deciding factor on this because I struggled with a lot of picks on defense. I was like, how, like, project it? And I just thought about who's going to get a lot of turnovers, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what I did with my list. Um, smart. That's smart. Yeah, so that's why, like, I, I, I have New Orleans on there, but I didn't put them as high as one or two. Just because it's, I, I don't think they'll get like a lot of turnovers, but I do think they'll get enough points to be like a consistent defense where you don't, you only need to bench them the bye week. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's fair. What about your middle tier, George? My middle tier is the Chargers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then New Orleans. And you guys have already touched on all 
three teams. I will say one thing about the Jags, though, is that with the addition of Nick Foles, they're going to control that clock that they mm-hmm. couldn't do. So yeah. if the defense can stay off the field, because they were on the field a whole lot last year, and that's mm-hmm. the reason why they continue to lose. So if they can stay off the field, they're going to they're gonna do really good things. I'd agree with that. I definitely would agree. I mean, my tier two, I mean, we've already talked Chargers, Baltimore. What I'm more curious about is, Max, you and I picked Cleveland. Mm-hmm. George said I was nuts when I put Cleveland on there. I understand the nuts argument. <laughs> but it's uh, – but it's it, if there's any hype, like what Cleveland's going to be really good at this year is they're going to – with they're going to pass well and they're going to get, I think they're going to get a lot of turnovers. I mean, they got greedy Williams. They have year two Bradley Chubb. Uh, they got Olivier Vernon. They got, uh, they, they got a, a whole bunch of dudes and it's that defense is coming together, man. And it's, it's interesting to see that they're going to, if you look at the personalities and the players on that team, like Denzel Ward played outstanding last year. And um, just to kind of go over my tier two as I have Baltimore, I have Cleveland, and I put in Dallas. Yeah, it's <laughs> for me. Touching on Cleveland, for me, it's a trending up team. They did mm-hmm. show a lot of promise last year, and they were one of the top teams for turnovers in and itself. So again, point wise, I pick them up just because of that. You guys are missing one key point, though, is that Greg Williams is no longer the coach there. He was the defensive coach. They have a brand new one. That's you still, fine. you still have the nucleus. As long, I mean, I I don't haven't seen any um, information regarding so if there's going to be a major change to their style. If there is a major change, then yeah, this list changes. But if they don't, you still have that nucleus there. It's they're still going to cause a lot of problems. All right, tier three. I put the good old Eagles because if we're thinking turnovers, we're going Eagles. I like the Eagles. Yeah. You know, I've already talked about this before, but the Eagles, like, I I have faith in your guys' defense. I'll just put it plain and simple. Just not Um, Mills. (laughs) Hell yeah. I brought him up because you guys brought him up. I was like, I I don't have any tape on the guy. I just brought him up. (laughs) You know, look, (laughs) if our secondary can stay healthy, it's going to be dangerous because of our because of our front seven. The only problem that I have with the Eagles defense is the linebacker. They I don't know if they're going to be able to take the ball away. That is our only weakness really. But I agree with your with your tier 3. I I'm not too sold on Denver, but my tier 3 is all NFC East. Dallas, Washington, yeah. and Philly. Uh they were they were top 9 as far as fantasy last year. Oh, snap. And we were top eight. Oh, baby. Anyways, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were top nine as far as fantasy last year, and they got a lot of sacks. The problem is that when their quarterback went down, uh, Alex mm-hmm. Smith went down, mm-hmm. they couldn't sustain a drive. They're on the field too much. They had to stay on the field, you know, or else they probably would have been the number one defense. It's, it's like us back that. in the good old Chip Kelly days. Yep, same same type of issue. Yep. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's the same thing. That's what happened. That was like a big part of the demise of the Seahawks and the Legion of Boom is because when we couldn't 
you know, we just kept getting three and out, three and out, and the defense is out there the entire time. And all that extra time puts all that extra wear and tear on the guys and then injuries and then everything piles up, you know? Mm-hmm. And it all stems from, like, there's always, like, one place you can pinpoint it. Like, for us, it was the offensive line. When the offensive line really started to go downhill, that's when every – it was just, like, you know, it was a trickle-down effect of everything. We couldn't stay on the field on offense, and then the defense was out there more, you know, so on and so forth. You know, kind of defending my Denver pick is you have Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb. Chris Harris got re-signed too, the best slot corner in the game. There is no no-fly zone anymore. That ended. I see what you're saying about yeah, the, pass uh, rush, the good old Oncos. Pass rush is, a, is very, very important. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But they just don't – I don't see them having a secondary to even compete, to be honest with you. That was our issue last year, and we got burned. Yeah, we were getting Many torched. Games, especially Mills. He got burned a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. But no, it, it is true, though. I mean, I mean, we kind of saw that last year, too. They were getting blown out of games as well. It's just, it's a great base. We'll, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. And a lot of it, in all honesty, it could be a little, like, leftover from years past of where I've, like, I've had them on my team and they've been consistent. Like, it's the only thing that kept them in games. And so it's – I'll just say this. Mainly, they ha- they're going to have more opportunities to turn over the ball because they're going to be on the field a lot. Otherwise, I'd put Joe Flacco in my top nine quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> let's, I don't know. Not, let's not do that. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what Elway's thinking when it comes to that one. Oh, man. But on that note, fellas – Anything else you guys want to add to this lovely list of running backs, receivers, or good old defense? Yeah, wide receivers is super deep. Don't be afraid to pull the trigger later on. Running backs is the same way. You could always find one in the middle rounds. Defense, do not, do not <laughs> choose the defense until Early. the last two rounds. Please, uh, for the love of God, I've seen people choose the Jacksonville defense in like the fourth round. That. You can play my league. My my roommate did that last year. <laughs> Jesus. It was the funniest thing. It was Chewy, and he, yeah, he definitely didn't win much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, kind of curious. Max, you got anything? Uh, did Jalen Mills get burned? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he actually makes the team this year because it ain't looking bright from the stories I've been Yeesh. reading. <laughs> <laughs> what, George? Say it. Say it. Come on. I'm egging uh, you on. I'm waiting for you to say something. To the Cowboys and absolutely wreck shop. Really? You're going to do that? You're really going to do that? Why wouldn't he? Hey, they got Chris Richard there, man. He, he, can, he can coach him up, man. Look what he did for Byron Jones. Byron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. I think we'll call it a wrap at that point. <laughs> Thank everybody for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one. <laughs>